You're listening to the Central Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Hi, I'm Pastor Adam Burton, and on this week's podcast, we are in our Christmas series. This message is from 1 John chapter 4, verses 7-11, through 11, and is titled, Love Came Down. We will see that God is love, that God came to earth, and that we are to love others. We would love for you to join us for Church Online each Sunday morning at 1045. You can watch at cbcmaysville.com or on our Facebook page. Also, if you are local, we would love for you to join us in person at 1045 every Sunday morning. We are located right on the banks of the Ohio River in Maysville, Kentucky at 437 Central Avenue. If we can pray for you, reach out to us on our prayer hotline at 305-707-PRAY. That's 305-707-7729. Or you can message us on our website at cbcmaysville.com. I hope you enjoy this message. Christmas is coming very soon, and if you, uh, just to get on television, you can see all of the, the different Christmas specials. You've got the, the Disney special, the, the country music special, the, the, the pop music special, and of course, you've got the Hallmark Christmas specials. And in fact, Hallmark has their own separate Christmas channel where they air Christmas movies one right after the other 24 hours a day. And, you know, I found, though, in watching a few of, of these movies, I am I try to be a, a good husband, uh, is, is that no matter the movie that you watch, the plot's going to be pretty much the same. You, you've got this rich, good-looking guy who, who finds this sweet, pretty girl. And, and then, of course, he, he does something stupid to, to lose the girl. And then, and then at the end, he swoops in and redeems himself and ends back with this girl. You know, we love these movies. Because they make us to, they make us feel good, and they have always a happy ending. Right? I mean, we want people to be happy and to be fulfilled. Right? You, you can't make a movie with with the girl ending up with the the ugly jerk of a guy, right? And it gets us to thinking: What is love? Is it romance? Happiness? Is it our family? Tasty food? How would you define love? You know, there may be no more ambiguous word in the English language than love, right? I mean, so much uh, so that, that, that you often hear now is that love is love, right? I mean, that makes no sense, right? I mean, basically, love has just been watered down so much that really it can mean whatever we want it to mean. But, but the Bible speaks differently of, uh, of love than, than, than how the world speaks of it. Today we are in the third Sunday of Advent, which is on the theme of love. If you have a Bible, go ahead and turn to the book of 1 John, chapter 4. We're going to be looking at verses 7 through 11. We're going to explore what love is and how we are loved and, and how we are called to love others. The first thing we, we see here is that God is love. God is love. Read here verses 7 and 8 of John, 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. 
you know, however you would define love. If it does not include God in it, then, then you're wrong. Right? The Apostle John says that John, God is love. And the order is, is very important here. Right? Because you cannot reverse these, these words. You can't say that love is God. No, no. God is love. Right? He, and he, he, God doesn't just love but he, it is his very character. Love originates with God. Right? The, the sun, right? The sun is light, right? If it's light outside, you would say, what does that mean? It means that the sun is shining and God radiates love. You cannot separate the two, nor can you reverse them. God is love. Love radiates from God. You know, our love is, is often reactionary. You know, look, I, I love it when my son giggles and, and he gives me a big hug. I love it when my daughter says that she's a daddy's girl. And I love it when my wife winks at me and, and tells me she loves me. You see, with God, he is the one that always originates love. See, love, this, the term that's used here in this passage is, is from the Greek word agape, which means unconditional love, right? It's something that we do not earn. It is given to us, not based on our performance, based on what we do. But it's more than just an unconditional love with God. You see, I, I unconditionally love my family. Nothing can make me not love them because they are my family. But God doesn't just love the, the cute boys and girls, those who give him big spiritual hugs and, and tell him that, oh, we are his. The Bible says that, in fact, that we are God's enemy. We are sinners who have rebelled against a holy God. And guess what? He still loves us. Do you love your enemies that way? <laughs> no. But how does God demonstrate this love? Well, second, we see that God came to earth. Read here verses 9 through 10. It said, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. See, God's plan from all along was to show his love by sending his perfect only son into the world so that we might live through him. 2,000 years ago, in the town of Bethlehem, God was born in human flesh. Why? So that we might live. Jesus came to be the, the, the propitiation for our sins. Now, you might think, what is this word, propitiation? I mean, it's five syllables, and it will get you a lot of points in Scrabble. But this word propitiation, it's only used four times in Scripture. But it is maybe one of the most important words in all of the pages of the Bible. Right? It's a word that we need to know. See, propitiation is, is to appease someone's wrath. 
You know, in speaking of, of the gospel, we'll often say that, that Jesus died to forgive us of our sins, right? And, and that's true. But Jesus' death on the cross didn't just wash away our sins, but Jesus absorbed the full wrath of God on our behalf. It's a complete role reversal. Now, you might be thinking, how can a loving God be wrathful? Well, God's wrath is in complete harmony with his love. You know, on June 17th, 2015, there was a young white supremacist who entered into the Emmanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina, and he killed nine members of this African-American church. I mean, this was a horrible act of hate for which this man was sentenced to death on federal hate crimes and life in prison on many other murder state charges. But sometime after, many of the family members that, that lost their loved ones showed great courage and Christian love when they publicly forgave Dylan Roof. Now, I say, great, right, right. The, this man, he's, he's been forgiven. Now, I tell you what, now let's just pretend that it never happened. Let's just wash it all away and let him free. <laughs> We would not say that that's love. In fact, no, that's, that's injustice. But even though Ruth has been forgiven, he must pay the full penalty for his crimes. And for us as sinners, we need more than forgiveness. We need someone to pay the penalty for our sin, to absorb the full wrath of God to be our propitiation. Friends, this is love, that Christ died for us and that he satisfied the wrath of God that was poor, to be poured out on us. And if, if you have not yet believed in Jesus, trusted in him for your salvation, friends, do so. This is what it means to be saved, that Christ took on your sin, and he gave you his righteousness. He took the wrath of God. And in doing so, we have become been made right with God. We. God is love. God came to earth. And we also see that we are to love others. Look here at verse 11. It says, Beloved, if God so loved us, then we also ought to love one another. See, we can only love. Why? Because God loved us, and God is love. Now, how are we to, to love others? Well, we're to do so in the same way that, that he loves us. Now, this is, is different than the world, right? The world kind of reverses this, right? For uh, We're to, to love those who love us first, right? That's that reactionary love. But, but for the Christian, we are to initiate love. Now, if, if I were to go into to get into a fender bender out at, at, at the Walmart parking lot, right? And, and let's just say it, it's my fault. 
well, look, I'm going to get out of the car. I'm going to go and apologize to, to the person whose car that I that I hit, and I'm going to give them my insurance, probably call the police and get a police report file and continue profusely apologize for, for the damage that I've done and have my insurance pay for their, their damage. But Christian love is different. It is this. It's, it would be as if the other person would, would get out of their car and they would come up to me and, and start uh, um, saying, you know, saying, oh, look, I, I know this is so bad. This is a bad situation. I hate that this has happened. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay for your damage and as well as mine. And even though, look, I know it, I wasn't the one who did it, but, but I, I just, I want to take care of your damage. All right, we would say not only, I mean, that's that, that's completely wrong. I mean, that that's, it should be opposite, right? But that's how the world thinks of love. But godly love is sacrificial. It's loving even when the world thinks that we shouldn't. They might think, how, how can I love like that? I just don't think that I have it in me. It's, it's, it's too hard. And Look, I mean, I know many times we'll throw passages out like like this, that we are to love like Jesus. And yes, it's completely true. We are to love like Jesus. And, and we try hard. We, 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 we try to discipline ourselves, and, and we, it's almost like we suffer through it, but, but then we fail. And then we feel guilty for not loving the way that we should, and we just feel guilt all the time. I mean, how many of us are walking around with with just guilt weighing you down. Good news. Good news though is that you can't love God. You can't love like him by just trying harder in your own effort, disciplining yourself to, to love this way. No, in verse 12, it says that, that God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. So how can we love like Jesus? We can do so by loving Jesus more. You know, there's been several instances in my my own life where I knew that I I, I had to, to, to have a difficult conversation with someone else. And I knew that, you know what, look, there's no way that this is going to, to end well. It, it's probably going to end the relationship. They might get mad at me. I'm probably going to get mad at, at them. And it's just, you know, all of the 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 the, the scenarios are running through your, your head and just the pressure that you feel. And, and what I decided to do is to make it a matter of prayer. I prayed to God for what I needed to say. I prayed for how they would respond. I prayed for how my reaction would be. I prayed for the humility that I would come in, and, and I prayed for the relationship. I tell you, it almost always turns out much better than I thought it would. And in doing so, I found great peace. You see, we love because God's love abides in us. Some of us, we, we need to grow in our love for God before we go in and love others. We need to be people of prayer. We need to commune with God through the, the daily meditating on his word and, and seeing it transform our lives and, 
and we need to pray with him. You might think, you know, I just, I don't know what, what to pray. Just, you know how you learn to pray? You learn to pray by praying. You just do it. Kind of the same way we learn to love. We learn to love by doing it. So we are people of love because we have been loved. God is love. God demonstrated his love through sending his son Jesus to be the propitiation for our sins. And through this right standing with God because of Jesus, we are to love others, not in our own power, not in the way the world loves, but we we love because we have love abiding in us. And our love for others is just an overflow of our love for God. Pastor Adam again, thank you for listening to this message. Do you feel God working in your heart? Is he calling you to be saved? Are you ready to follow Jesus? If so, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on our website at cbcmaysville.com or on our prayer hotline at 305-707-PRAY. That's 305-707-7729. We want to connect with you to send you some free resources to help you to know what it looks like to follow Jesus. And I would love to hear your feedback on our sermon podcast. You can email me personally at adam at adamburton.net. And don't forget both our online church service at cbcmaysville.com and on Facebook, as well as our in-person service every Sunday at 1045. I'll be there and I hope you are too. Well, I look forward to joining you again next week for Central Baptist Church's sermon podcast, God Bless.